0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the StormDAR Weather Podcast. This is episode 251. I'm Rando, and we are on... Well, I am on location this week... It's the first week of January, I decided to come up to St. Louis and visit my longtime friend, Caroline. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Randy. I'm so
1: glad you're here. Well,
0: I'm glad to be here. I mean, it's like springtime today. My gosh, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about a lot of this weather thing. Actually, everybody knows on my, uh, you know, if they listen to the podcast, I'm a disc golfer and... I took you to play disc golf well, you took to te- you took me to teach me how to play disc <laughs> golf. I don't know if we played, but I learned a lot. Well, we actually did you know? and it was fun good i'm glad I'm glad you liked it because n- uh, next time I'm coming up i'm we're, we're gonna go we're gonna play a big boy course or whatever okay. the, the the only thing uh, that was kind of a bummer uh, well, is the wind. It was very windy up here. Um, that is because the golf course we went to was next to a lake. Yes. And it was
1: very windy. And when we moved a little further
0: away, it got a little less windy. Exactly. Uh, totally because uh when and, and th- I was just experiencing the same thing when I was at the showboat too because the the water the wind blowing over the water there's no friction. So what happens is the wind just blows and it doesn't slow down. But it does slow down when you get on land because you got the trees and Houses and stuff like that, so it does go down a little bit. It's not; it doesn't make good for for good disc golf. I'll tell you.
1: Well, I guess it must have helped me out.
0: (laughs) Hey, you 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 made you made some baskets. No, it
1: kind of helped me. It kind of helped me save a little face, as it whipped my disc up into the air,
0: Uh, uh, or uh, or maybe it was my throw. Well you know you developed you developed and this is your first time playing right Oh yes yeah I I mean and I got out there and and I kept apologizing to Carolina I kept saying you know if it wasn't windy you, you I think we you, we both could have done better mm,
1: I I think the wind was fine for me today <laughs>
0: <laughs> For good practice, yeah. Absolutely. And even me, I mean, you you watch me throw because, you know, I played or whatever. And there was one putt that I did that the, the disc went, and just over the basket. I'm like, you know, this is Anyway, but you got your feet wet. I you did. You understand that. It's all good. 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 Now, I've, I, I've got to tell people, I have known Caroline since, is it 19? Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, hang on. Okay, is three? Seventy-eight. It, it was. Uh, I I was in high school. Like, oh my god! One of your parents drove you to the event
0: <gasps> because I used to you do play, the pageant scene. You
1: played. I was in a pageant. Right. You're a little younger than I am. Barely,
0: just barely, and,
1: but <laughs> younger enough. You did not have your license.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was one of those young ones. Yeah, but, yeah, but you play just
1: like you do today.
0: But but you were in the pageant scene, which I thought was awesome. You were mm-hmm. like uh, now you're you're from Lebanon.
1: I am from Lebanon,
0: and that you're on the plateau, so it's pretty windy in Lebanon too. Yes, it is. I mean, do do you have? I'm just okay. I'm just tossing stuff out here. Do you have any recollection recollection of just stories like a bizarre weather thing? Like oh gosh,
1: um, I don't know about. Well, the most the weirdest thing that happened, and mind you, this was before I think climate change really took hold. In the '60s, uh, was there was a tornado in Lebanon in December, which usually there's a tornado season. Exactly. And I was known to jump completely in one bound a, a staircase to the basement.
0: <laughs> you know, I could see you doing that.
1: But um, it was the most weird when it w- it happened in a December. It was like an early December tornado.
0: Yeah, and most people think, you know, okay, it's spring, it's kind of the fall, and then in the winter, no, no tornadoes happen. No. Mm-hmm. Tornadoes happen any time of the year, and especially today. I mean, now I'm going to jump around a little bit on the on the outline. Everybody knows I'm making an outline. Uh, today uh, in St. Louis, we got to at least seventy degrees today. Oh yes, seventy. This is ju- January third. We were out in our shirt sleeves, throwing I know. throwing that disc in the air. <laughs> I know. Now, okay, yeah, we were, and I think Springfield uh, got. I think in the mid-60s, they, okay, so I need to explain exactly what happened. Um, and all this stuff happens when I leave. <laughs> We've had <laughs> tranquil weather, uh, everybody knows Corey is, is my cohort on this, and, and we cover things. And, and usually what happens is when I leave, big storms happen. Like I leave Springfield and go, like I used to go to you know San Diego with Maryland. When I'd leave, tornadoes would go in Branson. It's like I, they're avoiding me for some reason. I don't know what that hmm. is. Let's think about yeah. That. Let's, hmm, let's ponder. We can <laughs> <Speaking laughs> ponder. No, but what happened was a, a really powerful, uh, almost spring-like system. Almost uh, came through. There was a great dynamic difference, and it had a not one but two cold fronts. One is more of a like in spring we call it a dry line where it's it's the a humidity difference where it's really moist in front of that dry line and really dry behind it. Duh. Mm-hmm. That's the dry line. But if you have temperatures that are way up in the seventies, that usually causes severe weather along that dry line. Now, it wasn't in the mid seventies last night. Right. But we have we had storms and a tornado watch in Arkansas and northeast Oklahoma, and I think eastern Oklahoma too. And Portions of southeast Kansas. Now, it never got into Missouri, but of course, I arrived. When did I arrive on the second? Yesterday.
1: Yesterday, uh, around between three and four. Yeah,
0: I beat Mm -hmm. it. I beat everything, and then and then it it, you know Corey. Thank God, Corey was off because you know he's cave guide at Silver Dollar City, and then now Silver Dollar City's closed for a while, so he was able to cover because I can't post. I'm driving on the highway on the interstate. I can't post anything. Correct. And yeah, I mean I could, but we're not going to tell people. No, you're you're not doing that. No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) But uh, he he did a great job. I'm going to give him some kudos uh, on it. Here, I'm going to give a little Corey a little bit of applause. So, yeah, yeah, that's enough. So, uh, (laughs) and he also tonight uh, on on our Facebook page posted an incredible sunset picture. Now, what he does, he's got this drone. It's a Stormdar drone. Mm. I wanted him to call it the Storm Drone, but he went, no. (laughs) (laughs) But Mm. he, he loves to fly that thing, and now he's got time. It went way up in the sky, and we had some beautiful colors, absolutely beautiful colors. And he posted that thing on
1: Well, when we came back from disc golf and we had stopped at the grocery and I we were looking last I said, "Ah, red sky at night, sailor's delight." It was a beautiful sky.
0: That's right, and that's you know the majority of that is pretty much true. Huh. Because red sky in morning, you've got some refraction because the reason it, that one reason that it can do that is from cloud fraction. And get the red sky in the morning. eh, Those sailors take warning. Yes, they do. So I had to give you a ding on that. Thank
1: you for the ding.
0: Yes, you'll probably get a lot of dings because (laughs) yeah. Anyway, so back back to our story. We uh, uh, in the pageant scene, you were Miss Miss Lebanon. Is that it?
1: I was at one time. I think not the not when you visited. It was I think a Christmas
0: pageant. Oh, okay, okay. Because I can't remember. Miss Merry Christmas or something. Yeah, because we met so long ago and. You and I became fast friends. Yes, we did. You moved to St. Louis. First, I, w- I went to Springfield to school, and then, then we oh. collaborated
1: a ton.
0: That was it. Okay. And we
1: did Avant-Garde, the entertainment troupe. Oh, that's troupe. right. Yes, we did. And I did the
0: sign language and stuff. played at Murphy's, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you said it, because I. For- you're right. I forgot all about that. But But then after that, you moved to St. Louis. I did. I did. I was getting bored in Springfield. So I remember you and I talking. It's like, and you said, Why don't you come to St. Louis? Yeah. I'm like,
1: We'll sing, you play, okay. have and, some fun.
0: And remember, at this point, I have never lived outside of Springfield. Oh, yeah. yeah I that forgot that part. So I go to St. Louis, and then all of a sudden, I'm in like a city that's 20,000 times bigger and drivers drive 20,000 times faster (laughs) and they're 25,000 times more aggressive. And I'm like, oh my God, this little country boy here is now in this big city. Mm -hmm. So anyway... I'm thankful that you did that, because then I got, we you, you started Blanket Theater. I
1: did, and you were a huge part of that, Was we Yay. were creative partners. Yes. We wrote a lot of shows, had yep. a lot of fun. I look back and I think, how did we write those shows so fast? We had to. I'm like, oh, well, we got another opening in a few weeks. What's I know. it, it going <laughs> to be? It, it's true, and it was fun. That's oh, like. and it was we had so Tim. much fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim
0: was with us uh, at the time, the three of us, and uh, yeah, we just crank shows out and crank shows out. We did, and uh, it was yeah,
1: a good time.
0: And then I got a call that Show G's in Branson needed a piano player. And there you go. And then that was in 98, ninety eight, ninety December ninety seven, and then ninety eight. I moved back down to Branson, and then that's my Branson career. There you go. So, so thanks for joining us on the podcast. Well,
1: <laughs> thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Well, that you know, that's me. That that's a Caroline, and That's our little story back there. So I'm so glad. I come to St. Louis every now and then. I love hanging out with you.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've been to Branson a little bit, mm-hmm. and sometimes we meet at my mama's in Lebanon, Missouri.
0: That's that's true because you go down. Mm-hmm. It's kind of halfway ish, halfway, yeah. ish, halfway mm-hmm. ish, and the cabaret we did. Oh, okay. I you know we could just go on and on. Yes, and on we could. And on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm glad we're doing it. We're I I kind of converted Caroline's back room into kind of a podcast studio. Mm-hmm. She's on the couch. I'm on a nice chair.
1: It's my music studio and yeah. writing space
0: because you teach a lot of kids. You teach tons. I of, do. Kids, I vocal have and stuff. Um, yeah.
1: I teach voice, I teach piano, I teach flute and sax, I teach acting. Yes, I, I do teach. Wow. And I have for 30 years privately, and then I've taught in schools as well.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I told her I had drops, but I didn't tell her what they are. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's get back talking about weather now. Um, it's really, I mean, the title of this episode is January Warmth. I tossed around a few ideas. Uh, you had one and I I forget what I forget it was. What it was. <laughs> I thought January one. 1- uh we are way, way above average. I'm talking not only today and yesterday. Uh our weather station on the first, January first, recorded 63.1. Uh on the second recorded 74.3. All right. Our average high is forty four. Mm. 74.3 30 degrees above average? Are you kidding me? I mean, that that's incredible. Uh and uh I may have this wrong because it's actually 63.1. Also, on the third, I don't know. I, I may have screwed that well, up.
1: Well, I saw my hydrangeas were tipping. Like the little green sprouts
0: are tipping out. Really? Up. Yes. Outside? Yes. I mean, it was. It, it's, it's been warm. It's been so warm. Mm-hmm. And doesn't that happen a lot of times? When I mean, nature. I, we had that really, really cold spell like a few weeks oh, ago. Oh my
1: goodness, it hurt.
0: It did. It did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we made it through. Fortunately, it was just a quick hitter. Yes. You know, we, we went down for for a couple of days, and then a sharp warming trend, and now we're back up above average. I would rather it be above average, personally. Uh, me too that's that's, mm, that's
1: but fine. I don't want my hydrangeas to go dark <laughs> well, it's January <laughs> I know we got well, a little time
0: well well i mean we're we're going to get cooler i mean uh, I'll, I'll do the models here in a minute, but um yeah, we talked about windy and warm okay on the okay on the horizon, I did check the GFS and somebody even asked on our storm door page today it's like, when's the next chance of rain? The GFS really doesn't have much until, it like, the 17th. I mean, today is the third, so we're talking two weeks. Now, I will say it wants to kind of skirt something around the 7th. I mean, when I looked at Central Missouri, it wasn't big. Uh, Maybe you will get something. Like, you know, I'm leaving Thursday, so you'll be on Saturday. But nothing for Branson. And I checked the CMC which is the Canadian model. It's a little bit more aggressive, but not really much. And Branson really doesn't get much. Good thing is we're not talking about snow. This is above average, which I am really, really, really thankful for. So is my husband. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now your husband, he likes to go out and like, he's active, right? He goes He yes. does stuff.
1: But he's kind of over the cold. The Cold in the snow and the ice. I
0: think we all it's, are.
1: We have a very long driveway to shovel. I think that's, that, a that's true. big you part do. of it. Yes, we do. <laughs> and you, you
0: got those, what are those Those plants right next to it? That
1: Oh, uh, the magnolias. The magnolias, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, because uh, I've come up here in spring and summer before and like they're just blowing everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, on the, okay, now that is the precipitation. Now temperatures are pretty much going to remain. Uh, above average through the 17th. Now the GFS is the only model. GFS called, it stands for Global Forecast System. It's the American weather model that we look at. Um, it's the only one really that goes out a long way. It goes out 384 hours on a forecast. Now the accuracy of models pretty much goes down after three days, and after five days it becomes eye candy. And what that means is you look at it and it's like, oh, isn't that nice? You know, something's happening way down the line. But you can't make that a forecast because there's absolutely like zero accuracy on that. So uh, we look for what we call trends on these models. So uh, like tomorrow, I'll look at it again. Well, is it saying the same thing? Is it changing I'd say about 95% is going to change, but we look for trends and, and is it saying consistently the same thing over and over? And then the other models like the Canadian comes into play. The German one's called the icon. It starts coming into play. And then we got the meso models, which is the NAM, all these other ones that are what we call the medium range. They only go out like 90 hours. Uh, they start coming into play. And then we look at them. And it's like, okay, well they're all saying the same thing. So now we can make a forecast. Then you don't, don't you, don't you look at models, Carolee? Uh,
1: only when I'm with you.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, I, I think you do. I di- can't
1: not look at them, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just
0: you, saying. You deal with different kinds of models, though, like runway models. And stuff.
1: I used to, yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How did you guys, okay, now we talked about the the ice. Now, do you remember 2020 in February, I mean, the, the, when we were just deep freeze and everything. Yes. You guys, did you guys survive? I mean, you guys were fine, right?
1: Uh, as far as I remember, because I'm still here.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, everything very, was a strain. I mean, yes. did you get that cold? I mean, Branson got minus 13 and below it zero. It was
1: really cold. And so that was right before the we the shutdown. And so we actually right. went to a wedding in Kansas City and it was freezing.
0: No. Yes. During that time? Yes. Did you drive? Yes. How were the roads? Good. Be- because it did snow a little bit before then and I can't and remember the
1: actual date but it was right right in there.
0: Okay, right around that mm-hmm. time and you got back home okay obviously. Yes, we did. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. But it was very cold.
0: You know you, you know what I don't like? I don't like driving in winter weather. And unfortunately, I see all these drivers out. I mean, you have them a lot up here, like on 270 and 170 mm-hmm. stuff. But I see them in Branson. I see them on 65. It's like, oh, it's just a little freezing rain. It's just a little sleet. You know, it's okay. We're going to go to Springfield. And they start sliding off the road.
1: Indeed, they do.
0: I was like, please, guys, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, we we tell everybody, when the National Weather Service issues a winter weather advisory, it's for a reason. It's like, do not drive.
1: Because you'll slide. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, wh- I remember this last thing, uh, what was it, last week or two, when we had the really cold snap, two weeks, mm-hmm. I guess, the really cold snap, there's something that I was telling everybody, flash freezing. If you're, you know, it's going to be great in 60 degrees in the morning, but that temperature is going to plummet. Mm -hmm. You're going to flash freeze. Don't get out there.
1: Well, I think we were kind of, I don't know if that's the same thing we were talking about as we were at the grocery store, but it was kind of, you said the pavement was sweating.
0: Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Oh, okay. Actually, okay, yeah, because so we had lots of comments about that. Questions like, "Why is this pavement sweating?" Well, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. So now because it wasn't
1: to... raining today.
0: No, it wasn't <laughs> raining at all. You know, but, but see, people have to stay tuned for after the weather school. Mm. <laughs> Teasing. I know. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> yeah. So well, I mean, we've got all the the the, the warm temperatures and. Uh, you know the next storm system coming in. I, I, we're going to be above average. So what I say is, get your discs out there. Let's go to the disc golf course. Throw some, throw some plastic, and get out and have some fun.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about time to get to the weather school. So the weather school. Uh, we had some thunderstorms. Uh, I, I brought this out because it's been a while. At thunderstorms in Northwest Arkansas that were coming towards Branson. We Branson had some storms. We had one lightning last night. I we had all gone to bed. You probably just crashed.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Rem- I don't remember.
0: Uh, well, I mean, my routine is I, I go and I sit in bed and I play like a couple of games on my iPad, and then you know I get sleepy and I turn over. But all of a sudden I looked outside and there was this flash. I went, oh, hmm. and I waited and I counted, and all of a sudden. Big thunder. You didn't hear that? I did not. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, I had my brown noise iPods. Oh, in. oh yeah, you had yeah, your noise. Yeah, my little it, yeah. my little sleep.
0: Yeah. It, sound. Well, I have to do that too mm-hmm. uh, on my phone. But uh yeah, it just happened once. Hmm. And I thought, okay, well this is weird and uh I don't know. Oh, the one thing I did forget to to mention is last last night our weather station received uh 1.15 inches of rain, which we needed to do that. I just I just remember like thinking it's raining here. My brain goes all over the place when I do this podcast. So I'm right with you. <laughs> That's why we get along so well. That's right. It is. So anyway, let's get to the weather school. It's all about the anatomy of a thunderstorm. How do they develop? And, you know, it's December and January. Why are we having thunderstorms in? Well, this weather school will tell you why. So let's get to that.
1: If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school.
0: This week, we're going to explore one of the marvels of Mother Nature, the thunderstorm. We've all experienced thunderstorms. Some of them are gentle with little lightning and rolling thunder, but others can produce devastating weather conditions with large, destructive hail, powerful winds, and tornadoes. In order to create a thunderstorm, we need to have three main ingredients moisture, which is fuel for the fire per se, instability, this can be a heat source generated at the surface, and lift. This could be something like a low-pressure system or wind shear. Each of these elements can exist by themselves, but you'll only get a thunderstorm when all three come together. In the summertime, two of these elements are common, moisture and instability. Just step outside on a late August afternoon and you'll certainly know what I'm talking about. Hot surface temperatures and tons of moisture just sit at the surface, and make our lives miserable. The ingredient that's missing here is the lifting mechanism. That's because high pressure is usually in control of our summer pattern. A big ridge of high pressure moves overhead, and that prevents any lift, so there's no way for the hot and juicy air to escape into the sky. The nuts and bolts of thunderstorm development are quite simple. The three ingredients come together and make a thunderstorm. Okay, maybe it's not quite that simple. We all know that the temperature decreases as you go up in the sky. An approaching storm system, like a low-pressure system, takes warm and moist air at the surface and lifts it up into that colder air. This is the beginning stage and where the warm, moist air starts to condense and makes a cloud. This repeated process lifts more and more juicy air upward, and the condensation principle continues. The influx of water vapor constantly being shoved up into colder air will cause little tiny raindrops to form. The raindrops will try to fall due to gravity, but they'll continue to be pummeled upward by the updraft. Eventually, the raindrops will grow into a size that the updraft is unable to support. This is where the raindrops will start making their way to the surface. A large mass of rain will start falling and the rain-cooled air will start a downward track. This is the downdraft stage. And now the machine is really getting going. Eventually the juicy air being updrafted will run out kinda like a car running out of gas. This lack of fuel will weaken the updraft and the thunderstorm will begin the decaying process. The storm will continue to drop all of the condensed moisture until it runs out of steam, per se. Then, the storm will dissipate. Lightning happens when positive and negative charges get together. The moist air at the surface contains mostly negatively charged particles, and the top of the cloud has mostly positively charged particles. The updraft in a thunderstorm carries a lot of these negatively charged particles up into the sky and if the updraft is strong enough then they'll make it to the top part of the cloud where the positive charges are and then the party begins. The stronger the updrafting the more negatively charged particles make it up to the top of the cloud. Hail develops when very strong updrafts carry the moisture far up into the sky where the temperatures are well below freezing. The raindrops freeze then they try to fall. If the updraft is really strong Then the small hailstone will collect moisture on the way down, then get propelled back upstairs by the powerful updraft. And this process will continue over and over until the hailstone gets so large that the updraft can't support it anymore, and it will fall to the ground. There's one thing that prevents thunderstorms from developing. It's a phrase we've all heard the weather pros say from time to time, and that's, there's a cap in the atmosphere. Think of a cap like a lid on a pot of boiling water. The water in the pot is hot and moist, but the lid prevents the steam from escaping. If you remove the lid, then you'll notice steam rapidly rises upward into the kitchen. This is the same concept in the atmosphere. An inverted layer of air in the lower to middle levels acts like a lid or a cap so the air can't rise. However, if this cap erodes or breaks then all that pent-up, juicy air at the surface can quickly shoot up in the atmosphere into much colder air. That causes it to condense and starts the process of developing a thunderstorm. Let's talk about some of the types of thunderstorms. There's the single-cell or pulse-type storm. This type of thunderstorm occurs with one updraft and one downdraft. These storms usually develop in the summertime when there's a cap dividing the moist hot air at the surface and the colder air upstairs. The cap prevents the air from rising, but there can be little areas where that cap becomes weak. And this is the place where the surface air can overpower that weak spot in the cap. These pulse-type storms are usually isolated and many times just bubble up and then rain themselves out and then collapse. A lot of times they don't move much because there's really no steering mechanism upstairs to push them anywhere, so they'll, they could remain stationary or slowly drift in erratic directions. This is where you can get a huge dump of rain in as little as 15 minutes. The strength of the updraft determines how strong these little buggers can get. Sometimes these storms can quickly become severe with large hail because of the extreme updrafting, and you'll get very strong winds due to the rain cooled air downdrafting back to the surface. These types of storms usually don't produce tornadoes just because this particular structure doesn't support it. Another type is called a multi cell cluster. This is where several single cell thunderstorms develop in an area, and they're all in different stages of development. Groups of cells just bubble up and down and they merge into one another to create stronger cells. The individual cells normally don't last long, but they could keep bubbling up in various locations for a couple of hours before exhausting all the available moisture or instability. Another type is called a multi-cell line. This is where a long line of thunderstorms can extend for hundreds of miles. You've probably heard this called a squall line. The fancy term we use is QLCS, or Quasi-Linear Convective System. The line moves into an unstable air mass and taps into energy, and storms constantly redevelop over and over again as they move forward into the rich air mass. Thunderstorms along this line can be quite strong with large hail and strong outflow winds. The strong winds in a squall line are usually the result of downdrafting air from the storms spreading out as they reach the surface. Tornadoes can form along these squall lines, but you mostly get strong straight line winds, sometimes gusting well over 70 miles an hour. And finally, the supercell. Supercells are a special kind of single cell storm that can last for hours. These are the ones that have the ability to twist and are responsible for producing tornadoes. The updrafts in supercell thunderstorms can get over 100 miles an hour, creating extremely large hail, sometimes to the size of softballs. Violent tornadoes can develop from supercells due to very strong wind shear. That's strong winds blowing at different directions with height. And this shear gives a thunderstorm the ability to rotate. We hope this gives you some insight on how thunderstorms develop and the potential damaging effects they have. Remember, if you can hear thunder, then lightning is near. Always heed this warning. When thunder roars, go indoors. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
1: Stormdar Weather School.
0: And there you should know about how those thunderstorms actually developed. Way up, up, up draft, and then down draft, and up draft, and, and like, you know. Yeah. I could just go on forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have time. You <laughs> go.
1: You go, Randy. Well,
0: it's time for the uh, In Other News. I had a couple of things. And if you think of something, you just pipe on in. Let mm-hmm. me know. But uh, the first thing you had mentioned on the on the A Block, uh, pavement sweat. We have gotten many comments on that. I mean, it's, it's not raining. There's not a cloud in the sky. But you're driving around, and there's almost puddles in the road. Mm-hmm. They're like, how could that happen? Do tell. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's why <laughs> we're on the podcast. Um, it, the, I don't know the technical name, but the, what people generally know this as is what's called pavement sweat. It's the same concept as a glass of water, if you, like if you order a glass of ice water at a diner. Uh, we had that cold snap come through so and it stayed for a while so that lowered the ground temperatures then all of a sudden boom we got these upward temperatures that way above average so what's happening is you get moisture influx coming in on these warm temperatures and the pavement is basically condensing because it's colder than what the ah, dew point is.
1: I understand. Exactly. Yeah. It's
0: it, like, I, like I said, it's that same thing as a glass. You sits on the table. Well, it's cold, but there's moisture on the outside, and it starts that sweat type of thing. But only on the pavement, it's a long... It's a, it's a, not long, widespread. It's mm-hmm. a widespread phenomena. So that's why it does it. Uh, and again, if it does pave you know, sweat, but suddenly the temperature drops below freezing, yeah, that could freeze. You could get some, some slickiness. S- yes, it is slickiness. Out out of there. And, and it's slick anyway. And people don't realize that. It's not a mirage. Now, a mirage is different. A pavement mirage. It's like when it's really stupid hot. Like in summer... When you get temperatures 100, 110 degrees, and the sun beats down on the pavement, and then you you know when you look at the distance and you see like the pavement looks wet or not yes. there, yeah, that's a whole totally different thing. What what this is is the ground, because the pavement's on the ground, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's on the ground. It's colder because of that cold snap. Now suddenly all this warm air comes in and starts flowing over. It's just con it's condensing. So. Pavement sweat could be a weather word of the week at some point.
1: Is there a deodorant for that?
0: Uh, You know, (laughs) secret? I don't know. (laughs) There's so many. Degree. Degree, exactly. I like that. Uh, The other thing, uh, my buddy Gary, uh, who's hanging out with me for a while, was saying something he talked to or heard from an, an allergist or some professional. I don't know if it's been a medical professional or something that... I kind of related to and I'm sure you probably did too it's winter there's no pollen out there the trees are stopped they're they're in they're dormant there's no real ragweed out there well there's no ragweed period it's dormant we had four below zero mm-hmm. it's, everything's dormant so why are a lot of people suffering from allergies and i'm I'm suffering from allergies too hmm so there's a big question it's like why why are we sneezing when there's no pollen out there. Well, there's an explanation. And I think uh, I'm going to try to get this right. If I don't get it right, I'm going to ask Gary when I get back on Thursday <laughs> and I will correct myself. Or if anybody else knows, I mean just keep in mind I'm I'm kind of okay with this. Uh, what they were saying is like fungi and mold spores. When it warms up fast like that, they think it's time to go. So what they're Ah. doing, they're just releasing all their, their, you know, they think it's spring. Bam, they're releasing all the mold spores. I generally don't have a mold allergy. I'm more of a ragweed and cedar and juniper. That's me. It's changed throughout the years. But, I mean, are you sneezing and snotting and everything, too?
1: I'm pretty good, but I have a little, a little. I don't know if it's a dry, drier weather, but since it's warmer, I still kind of have it. So maybe it is something in the air. Yeah,
0: it may be, and, and that's the thing. I always do every time in the winter when it gets really cold, like those teens and low twenties, mm-hmm. and or even lower than that. I've got a humidifier. I run that humidifier all the time. Oh yes, uh, Absolutely. because heat dries out your air, and if your air, if your heater's running all the time, you're going to have that. You know, that kind of air. So, uh, yeah, but now we're just talking. It's 60s and 70s. Like, why? I'm taking a Claritin every day now. Like, why why am I wanting to sneeze? Well, it could be the mold spores. I don't know.
1: I think you could be right.
0: I don't know. So I, I will check with Gary when I get home. And if I am wrong, I will correct it next week on next week's podcast. How about that?
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah. So do you have anything or well, any stories just, or
1: anything? Uh, stories, kind of what's on top of mind for me, and I know it, this is not weather, but mm-hmm. it's Friday night's full moon. And it's the Cancer moon.
0: Ah. But
1: moons remind me of miracles yes. as well as rainbows. Yes. So I, um, it was a couple of summers ago. Uh, was sitting at an outdoor cafe with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I honestly can't remember. I don't think it had rained, but there were clouds in the sky. We thought it might rain and we might have to go into the restaurant. Oh, right, yeah. But all of a sudden I look up and there are two gorgeously clear, brilliant, beautiful rainbows. A double. A double. Oh, so I, I mean, wow. I get how one happens, but how how do two happen?
0: Um it, it, it's all about refra- refraction and mm-hmm. reflection. When you have the one, it's at a certain degree. In other words, the sun has to be at a certain angle and it has to be, you know, rain. So the the light will reflect. Ref- okay, that's reflect and refract together. Reflect. <laughs>
1: Afflack. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're
0: okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: reflect. Okay, so. Uh, I think I just invented a word. Everybody knows I invent words anyway. So anyway, the point is the light comes in, refracts off of those raindrops. But when you get a double rainbow, there's like a really large area of rain, like sometimes heavy uh, because But it
1: might not be in your area, but you can see You it.
0: can see right. Yeah, it won't be in your area. But if, if the sun is shining so brightly and there's a lot of rain coming down, it will refract off of those initial raindrops and send light outward. And if there's rain back there, the light will refract off of those refractions. Oh, wow. And if you ever look at a rainbow... It's like Roy G Biff. Mhm. The second one is opposite of that.
1: Yes, yeah. it
0: was. Right, because it's ref- re- refracting, reflecting is flipping And then it. Flip it and mirroring that because it is so strong. You got that. And I don't I've never seen a triple. I don't know. I, I don't. have
1: not either. But I but I've never seen such a clear brilliant double. Oh, that's great. And it was um oh gosh, I think it was um Summer time going into fall, so the sun was setting. It was, oh, uh-huh. it, it was not dusk yet, but so the sun was in the west, and these rainbows. I was facing east on the patio.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. so I exactly. think it was just the perfect uh, light for those to happen. Yeah,
0: it has to be at a certain angle in the sky. I mean, now rainbows are a little different then halos when we talk about uh, there was halos around the moon a couple of days ago. Oh wow. Yeah, that is a specific it has to be 22 and a half degrees refraction reflection reflection. <laughs> I to <gonna> say that. <laughs> around that before if it's 23 degrees it's not going to happen. But 22 and a half degrees it will happen. So on on when the sun is in the western sky Going this way, if the rain is closer, it can be at a different elevation, but if the rain is further, you see what I mean?
1: But it's definitely 22 and a half,
0: not just 22. Well, well the, the, the halos are. The halos okay. are like around the moon and around the sun. Because those
1: 22 are. is a master number.
0: Oh, that's right. Marilyn says the master builder mm-hmm. is 22. And
1: I'm just saying, halo. Wow,
0: I'm going to give you one of those. And <laughs> halo! Oh, look at you go. Oh, did I mention Caroline was a really, really good singer, too?
1: Oh, well, there you go.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, you teach
0: it, so you might as well. That's right. Sing along, kids. Yeah. And, and I love rainbows. I mean, and the funny thing is I went out to, uh, was it San, San Diego? I don't know. I went out west uh, to work <laughs> with Marilyn, and it had been raining, and we got to either the hotel or whatever, and we looked out, and there was a double I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just. I think I like it out here, mm-hmm. and it's comforting. I mean, rainbows are just, <sighs> yeah, yeah it, it's just, it's just really good. So,
1: well, they, to me, there is everything's a miracle if you really think about it. But yeah, the rainbows, the moon,
0: all those things. Exactly. And we're in 2023 now. Did I say happy 2023? You did not. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes, because we had our kind of official pod last week, mm-hmm. uh, to bringing in the new year. But we're actually in it now, and next year, twenty twenty four, I'm hoping Corey will be back next podcast because he is the one that does history. He's the one that does all sorts of cool things like eclipses. Mm. He's, I mean, he's such an asset. But he's been so busy in the cave. You know, I've, I've had fun having other. You know, guest co-host on the podcast, but it'd be be good to have Corey back because he he will contribute a lot. But in 2024, in April, is the next solar eclipse Mm. that's going close to us. I mean, if you go to Fayetteville or Central Arkansas, you're going to see the total. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's coming up here. I've got a graphic. I'll I'll share with you. Cool. With the podcast well cool so is that all you had yeah you, that's your that your story that is my story and i'm okay. sticking to it and you're sticking to it okay well it's time to get to the next segment it's the weather word of the week it is time for the storm door weather weather word of the week and of course we always give it to the co-host guest what Hello, Not me. Yes, not me. I'll (laughs) just say not me. (laughs) So we're going to give it to you, Caroline. So Caroline, what is this week's Stormdar Weather, Weather Word of the Week? It is
1: climometer.
0: I got to give you that. Climometer or climometer, whichever way. It's just really great. So what is a climometer? It is an
1: instrument that measures angles of inclination. Used to measure cloud ceiling heights.
0: Ooh, does that make any sense to you?
1: Well, cloud ceiling heights, would Mm -hmm. that be the top of the cloud or the bottom of the cloud?
0: Actually, it's the bottom of the
1: cloud. Because then it's your ceiling.
0: Right. And it took me a while to figure that one out. Yeah. It depends
1: on if you're flying and you look out your airplane window. Right. It just looks
0: all different. Uh, But if
1: you're on the ground and look up, that's... That's your ceiling.
0: That's your ceiling, exactly. Mm-hmm. And when and when those cloud ceilings lower so much that they hit the ground, what is that called? Uh, you tell me. No, think about when, it. A when cloud, the
1: cloud ceiling hits the ground, yeah.
0: Then what do you have? Uh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta give you that. <laughs> fog frog yeah well oh. <laughs> yeah fog yeah cuz we that's basically what fog is is a cloud on the ground oh wow oh yeah yeah uh I, that was kind of a loose analogy
1: <laughs> i can't remember when i was driving home to my mom's in lebanon recently and i was like wow i don't know if this is fog or the, cl- the clouds seem so low.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. we were
1: kind of, I was on an elevation of highway.
0: Right. is That's because that's where the condensation point was. And I, when I left to come up here mm-hmm. yesterday, it was so foggy in Branson. I w- everybody on the highway was going 50 miles an hour. And I was afraid. To, to go. But Springfield, I talked to my mother. She was in Springfield. She goes, yeah, the sun's out now. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew I was good once I got out of Branson. And I think about, oh, the S-curve, getting ready to go into Ozark, which is a little over halfway. Um, yeah, everything started clearing out again. And then it was fine on the way up here. You know, take I-44 from Springfield. Duh. And
1: put the pedal to the metal.
0: Yeah. well, Stay I put, in the flow of traffic. I, I, I put the cruise to the use. So. Yes. That was bad. That was bad. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise,
1: you'll get kind of, you got to keep up with the flow of traffic.
0: That's, you know, that's true. Well, and I do. And If I'm by myself, I just kind of cruise along. But if there's people going, you know, 160 miles an hour, I'm like, okay, Uh, I'm going to go in there. Nope. (laughs) I I did not say that. I did not say that. (laughs) But you travel to Lebanon quite a lot, don't you?
1: I, yes, I, I know usually monthly, sometimes twice a month. See my mama.
0: Yep. How far is it? There's like two hours. It is
1: 152 miles. So it's oh, about two and a half hours. Two and a half
0: hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel fortunate because Springfield really is only about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. It's 50 minutes. This is the weird thing. From my driveway to my mother's driveway is 50 minutes, hmm. not 49. Not 41. 50. 50. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Will you have a consistent gas pedal?
0: Not really. No? I just don't know. <laughs> you know, and I, I will look, I'll text her, like, say it's 1119 a.m. Mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, I'll be there in 50 minutes. When I'm arounding her, I mean, there, there's a cemetery in a school right like a block and a half from her house or whatever. I'm rounding that. I look at the clock. It's like 11 or 12.08 and wow. it clicks to 12.09. I don't know why it happens. Just like clockwork. There you go. Just like <laughs> clockwork. <laughs> oh my gosh, Caroline, I'm so glad you joined me. Well, on thank this you sec- for
1: having me. And,
0: and thank you for letting me set up all my remote stuff. We're just relaxing. This is totally, we're just chilling. We are. That. It's yeah. great. So, is there anything else you would like to add to the podcast?
1: Um, just I. I'm so glad you're here visiting, oh, and man. I'm so glad things are kind of opening up and lightening up a little bit, so we can yes. travel and be together. Yeah, not on Zoom. I mean, Zoom's great. Telephones yes. are great, but it, in person is really fun. I,
0: I I'm liking that. Yes, I'm, it's I'm good. liking that too. And and I think when does school start back up? Are they up now?
1: Some have started this week. I know some private schools start next week. So okay. between now and then.
0: See, yeah. when I was in school, it was Labor Day to Memorial Day. Yes. There you go. That, that was the limit. Now they're starting in like the middle of August. Really? Mm. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> labor day i don't know we're, what's going on there so okay well if you don't have anything else i hope you have a wonderful 2023 i'm going to spend a couple more days here in carolina if i have got a lot of stuff we're going to do i'm so excited yeah so you know the best thing is is to wrap this thing up <laughs> sounds good so be sure to look for us on facebook at storm door weather like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.